no, it's only rock and roll, but I like it. Yeah, it's the rock and roll show of Come to Your Senses with Carlos Jaime. Thank you. Well, well. <laughs> Who are you thanking? <laughs> I'm thanking me, buddy. <laughs> All right. All right. Just keep it easy. Keep it easy. Everybody talking. Oh, boy. There's a little bit of a uh, Wolfman Jack in that. Yeah, really, Wolfman Jack? Oh, a little, hi. Bit, little I, bit. I hope. A little. Oh, gosh. All right, everybody. Coming at you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that. I can't. Oh, come on. I can't wait to do my own radio show. Oh, man. You You're are doing, doing it right now. Yeah, show. I know, but radio with real, real music. Yeah, he's talking real yeah. radio, though, like yeah. where it's live. It's yeah. live. You know? Like, all right, everybody, come on. We got to look. You know, one of those. What? Know. Like, I'm going to talk like that. Are you going to introduce gibberish bands? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if ELO, I'm, that is a gibberish band, if you ask me. ELO, baby. ELO. My all favorite right. DJ story he told me was the guy, he started playing a song. He's like, yeah, I'm going to play uh, <laughs> this song off of uh, Dark Side of the moon and uh-huh. then he fell asleep and he played and the play entire the, album yeah, he played the whole side <laughs> and then you just hear the just hear like for like an hour yeah with pink floyd i think you'd kind of just be like oh shit yeah they released a new version i get it's like one song i could have like a 40 minutes of just one story that it's like i'm gonna play uh shine on you uh crazy diamond right and then he plays it it just goes thing. on and on. The whole thing. That's funny because I was watching TCM and they played the whole Wizard of Oz. Oh no! They just what fell were, asleep and what were they thinking? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> well, you you've, you already heard him, guys. You already heard him. Uh, let me introduce my guest, a very special guest, really? of course. <laughs> yes. Do you say that to all of us? No, all of all. us guests. Yeah. Well, they are very special, but you and especially. Uh, but uh, but more importantly. Mark Saul, thank you. <laughs> oh, I go first. Yes, a very, the very talented Mark Saul. Mm. Oh, musician, I argue with that. Which is perfect for the show. Right. True. Actor, mm-hmm. been yeah. in many things, with Grey's, uh, with Grey's Anatomy, correct? Yeah, that's yeah. You've done your research. All that. Mm, he, was a kid, he was a kid actor. He was actually a kid actor that made it. Didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't fuck around. <laughs> didn't die. No. It's not boxing anybody, you know, like, <laughs> you know, True. Danny Bonaducci. Right. He's actually making a living, you know, has a beautiful uh-huh. wife, uh-huh. you know, yeah. maybe a beautiful baby in the way. I don't know. Just saying. You never know. Just saying. Well, no, you do know. Well, I, okay. I know. <laughs> I know we don't. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm just Mark saying. Said, uh, he's, you've had a pretty good, you know, the social network. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. He's been in shitloads of stuff. Yeah. And, and the new movie that you're in, I'm looking forward to seeing, even though it's not exactly about a train, but I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to seeing you in it. Redline, the movie, and yeah. It's, it's light rail, yeah. but... I'm, I'm still looking forward what to it. What is light rail? I guess it's a subway. Oh, okay. That's or like uh, like the BART. That's light rail. <laughs> I love how that's light. What, to compare it to heavy rail, which is like a normal It's not train. a regular train, yeah. You okay. can't consider it like a But it's on a track. I have a couple track. heavy rail DVDs. <laughs> oh, really? That's a good band. That's a good band. Well, that right there is my special guest. A guy who I've been podcasting for, almost, for over four years. I know. Uh, 200 my, episodes. 200 yeah. episodes with the second column. Which I've been mm-hmm. podcasting with, too. Right. Well, I already mentioned that. Calm but uh, We had Joe Donatelli on for episode mm. five. And now I'm, let me introduce you, Sean fucking Kearney. Goddamn right. Yeah. And let me tell you what excites me uh-huh. is that unlike Joe Donatelli, yes. I didn't have to fucking whine to get on this podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. You just invited me. Well, yeah. I mean, why not? That's how it works. Why well, not? Joe didn't whine to get on this show. It was the Fort Podcast with yeah. uh, Ed and Kevin. And but I. he didn't whine in general. He didn't whine. Nah. Yeah, that's whine. true. No, yeah. but he wrote Ed an angry letter yeah. and then wrote an angry 
uh, letter on on, on completely his, distasteful. Uh, right. Distasteful. Well, I thought it was great. I was laughing all the way. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? I was totally against it. You know, podcasting is a big game, guys. Apparently, big time. Yeah. Yeah, big we've all time. made a shitload of money from it. We made so. shitload. Trust that's me. That's why I. Uh, that's why I I gave up. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, well. <laughs> well it, you're okay. on a podcast now. You're I on know. a gaming podcast. I which gave is up very on, good. I gave up on you guys. What's your podcast? I'm on a podcast right now called Nerdtastic. Which is really in cool. In 3D. Nerdtastic in 3D. Nerdtastic in 3D. And it's, you it videotape. You videotape. It's we actually in video, it. yeah. And I've seen I it on YouTube. I did not realize that at Very first, good. It's a very yeah. good show. You didn't realize that they videotaped it? No. <laughs> so they have you, you they why. have you masturbating as you're talking. Yeah, oh, that's I, so I, shameful. What are you doing? Filming. No, there's a little tiny camera. They have um, a very small, what looks like a point-and-shoot camera that actually shoots all the video. And I saw them set it up during the first episode, and I had listened to it on iTunes. I had never listened to it on YouTube. And there was a YouTube link that was sent out like on a Facebook page, but I didn't check that. I just went to iTunes. Okay. And um, so anyways, they, they have this camera set up, and after one of the shows, I'm like, oh, I bet what it's doing is every like five minutes taking another picture. And then they can use that to like post pictures. I right. didn't really think anything about it, and then it turns out that they actually videotaped the whole thing. Well, they do a lot too, because I mean, it's like seven or eight of you guys. I mean, it's it's a large yeah. podcast. There's a lot of people on the show. Oh my yeah. gosh! Mm-hmm. And I mean, to film all you guys, it's cool though. It's good. Yeah. It, it's uh, yeah, check it out. Yeah. All right, I will. <laughs> no, right now, right. yeah. No, can we, can we listen on to right one? Now. Do you have you a clip? Press Did you bring pause, it? Can you put it through. Press this pause show? right now. Mm-hmm. Check out the Neurotastic one in three D. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then come back to it right mm-hmm. now. Okay. It's not really in three D. It's actually in one D. One D because it's just audio. But it's well, just no two D because it's on the YouTube. Right there, you go. It's two D. Well, good. Well, Kearney I can't I believe know. it. We reunited. We, we it's like the Ringo Starr and George Harrison because this is the reunited rock and roll episode right last. now. Yeah, and it feels so good. I don't yeah. know the melody. That's that's all right. No, no, it's fine. Well, you know, uh, well, you were telling me that something happened to you. Oh my god, I, I, that's one something thing. Happened you, something happened to you. Something happened to you on the way to work, right? Yes, you were mentioning, and you said you wanted to save it. Because one thing is Kearney is good at is telling an anime telling it, yep, yep. Yeah, you can almost picture it. Tell us the tale. I have an anecdote, everybody. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear this. This is 100% true, and I know that by the time you listen to this, it may be past Halloween, but this is a spooky tale. Oh, boy. So I, uh, um, I park in a big, giant like parking garage, like kind of like when you park at like, a mall or right, something. Right, right? Right. There's like multiple floors. Uh-huh. And so I... Uh, I pulled my car up to work today, right? And I kind of had to circle around and around. There weren't a lot of parking spots because I was a little late. And so I got to the top floor, which is the fifth floor, before the roof, I guess. There's also a roof. And I went, and there was, like, not too many cars left, and I pulled in next to a car, right? So I get out of my car, and I get all my stuff together, and I I just kind of glance over the car as I'm leaving, and I realize that the lights are still on in this car, Whoa. And I go, someone's ha- Someone having sex. Who, who knows? Yeah. Nobody I'm in, assuming. Nobody in the car. <laughs> what? Lights are on. Well, I know. Clearly someone left the lights on. Whoa, you would think. So I take a picture of the car's license plate, and I get back to my desk, and I write an email to like the facilities group at work, and I just go, hey, guys. Um, 
<laughs> that's that's I use an old timey gong. That's our new sound effects. <laughs> um, but I I realize I I mean I write an email. I go, hey guys, I saw this car with this license plate. It's on the fifth floor, and its lights are still on. Yeah. If you guys want to like send out some big email, because I didn't know whose the car was. There's a lot of there's like hundreds of people working my building right, right. now. So so anyways, I uh, day goes on, and about like two three o'clock. I uh, have to go back to my car to grab some chapstick because my lips are getting a little chapped. Not really important for the story. And but you don't actually keep it with you, you just keep it in your car. I don't want to talk about that. All right. Mike, so I walk all the way back up to my car and I grab my chapstick and then I look over at that car and the lights are off. Hmm. And I'm like, hmm, all right, maybe the, the lights turned off. But I'm like, did the did facility send out an email that I didn't get? And the person, they found the person and had them turn off their lights. Or did this person's battery die? Or the person, or the person could have came back realizing, hey, I realized I, on their yeah, own, right? So I look in the car window, just faint, I don't know for no reason. Like I, it's daylight. I can see right in. I didn't right. like, peer in, but as I look in, the keys to the car still in the ignition. What? It was probably a woman driving the car because her purse was on the passenger seat with her cell phone still in it. I think she was murdered. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. So I rushed back to my office. <laughs> or she could just, she could have, you know. Probably what? not. No have, have what his, else could have happened? She could be having sex in another car. Or she had else. to run to the bathroom. Yeah, that might, but yeah. it's 3 o'clock by now. If she had to run to the bathroom, she would have come back, gotten the keys out <laughs> so of her she, car. So she didn't realize she left all that stuff in there and the battery died. What are you talking? Like, who doesn't realize oh, that they left their keys in their ignition and their purse? And here's the kicker. When I, left a stressful tonight, day. when I left tonight, car was gone. Hmm. And well, what is your I called hypothesis? My hypothesis, my hypothesis, because it's only singular. Yeah. I only have one. Is that she was murdered? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I think that what happened was she was getting out of her car for the day, <clears throat> or for the morning. She pulled up to work, right? Maybe she cut somebody off. Maybe she pissed them off. I don't know. She pulls it up, goes all the way up to the top floor. These people are following her. She's like, what am I going to do? She knows the next floor. That's the roof. She doesn't want to jump off the roof. So she's like, I'm going to make a run for it. So she parks her car. And the second she opens her door, two masked men jump out of the white van with no windows that she'd cut off, grab her, throw Uh in the car, snap her neck, throw in her dumpster that I couldn't see. And I called security and told them, not this story. I didn't want to. <laughs> but I told that them what I had so seen. much fun. If they told yeah. that, they would have been like, fuck. Yeah. And I think they it. towed her car away because wow. they don't want anyone to know how oh, unsafe it is at my work. She must be, you know what? I, I bet you anything. She's dead. She I probably know. forgot her chapstick that she probably uses at her desk. <laughs> beca- and she went back and her fucking car was towed because of your ass. Great. The Great only job, explanation. Josh. Tell me about Way that. Like, I understand. Like, I've maybe left the keys in my ignition once or twice, right? But the thing is, you cannot lock your stupid door. Like, this was a new car. This was, like, a brand new Scion. So my, like, five-year-old Volkswagen, I cannot lock my driver's door without my key. Like, it's impossible. If I hit the all-lock button, it doesn't lock because the key's there. Mark, you drive a Prius. If your keys are in your car, you cannot lock your door. That's right, Sean. Thank you. (laughs) Mark's Mark's an expert. You cannot leave your, your car... 
without leaving and I didn't check if it was unlocked or not because I don't want my fingerprints all over that murder scene so there's no explanation that she walks out of her car without her keys without her purse without her phone and just like goes on with her day and does not realize it for hours that Mm. is impossible she is dead sirs she is dead and out of state license plates so who knows if she even worked at my Mm. work well we'll see We'll, we'll, yeah, we will. Oh, well. No, we won't, because they're covering it up, Carlos. They don't want us to know. I don't know. If that's, why would they cover it? It's like one of the All worst right. Halloween I stories. He told me this story, and he goes, I will save this. And I goes, and he goes, there might be a murder involved. And I go, oh, wow. Like, okay, fine. How is this not true? All All of, right. I saved it for the podcast. There might be a murder involved. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll... we'll We'll see if we'll edit this out. <laughs> or maybe we can update. Give oh, an update. Okay. Yeah, if we find, yeah. I will email call me yeah. if see if any mm-hmm. update's been on. If not, I'm calling security tomorrow and right. I'm saying I demand answers. <laughs> you should. And if I demand that, them now. Yeah, you should. You say, hey, whatever happened to that yeah. uh, card that was uh, that the, the keys were in? I took pictures. <laughs> you know? I have a picture. Why, why, do you, why are you showing me this? Because I, I want you to get know. Involved. Here's the car, right? right. And then. <laughs> A bag of nuts. No, trail mix. Here's a double M and M that I found. Two M and M's. I think you took a picture of a double M and M, and then I took a picture of the car not there. Oh, that's all right. You had a productive day. That was my day. Wow. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Well, guys, shit just got too real for everybody here. Let me ask you guys. You guys have been friends for a long, long time, right? Define friends. Define. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna find. Okay. I'm gonna find friends saying that you guys uh, know each other like you know each other's families. Yeah. Yeah. You you've hung out. You've you've you know been to like very special moments in your life yeah. each other's weddings yeah. our moms have the same name exactly True. oh okay even mm-hmm. better and you know each other for what like i want to say 20 years no you haven't been around no. joining, right no. <laughs> you're pretty young see i'm, I'm an older crowd so everything we've going. known each other for going on like 10 years 11 10. years really yeah more than 10 th- oh yeah like uh 12 like high, years 12 yeah, or 13 like 13 years like, going around, on like 15 years okay almost. okay yeah. and, you, and you guys are in a band together Yes. Define me being in the band. Uh, well, let's well, see. <laughs> I don't, that is a questionable statement, right? Here's there. how it here's how it works. Um, yeah. uh-huh. uh, me and my friend Danny, we write and record songs, and they're and, great songs, by the way. Oh, thank you. I actually do like the uh, yeah. the songs. They're very Beatle esque uh, songs. You. you know. Thank you. We're called the Flashcards. Um, great name. And uh, yeah, we we write a lot of songs, and we have a, we like to play live shows. And um, instead of just having sort of like a set you know number of people in the band we just like to invite anyone who wants Any to, anyone who wants to play anyone who's free that weekend or something like that and sean's always around and he, sean always wants to play with us so, and we love having him around that, so. that's great because that's probably what a lot of bands used to do like in the early 70s which is kind of like you know if there was like a live show at the true we'd be like yeah like you know neil young's here let's see uh who else we could get in oh, james right. taylor yeah, yeah. James Taylor, if you want to come up just let's come go. up yeah oh yeah i love that, that yeah mentality i love yeah. yeah i love it when there's always like a random selection of people that maybe may never actually be re- record a song together or be right. at a normal uh, concert, but yeah. they actually happen at that moment, and you're lucky enough to be an audience member yeah. going like, "Yeah, this is great." You know? Yeah. So that's a good. I, I like that, mm-hmm. but I don't know how you got Sean involved. Um, I don't <laughs> know. What was that? that was a Craigslist post. Well, you know, actually, I heard Sean whined about being in the band. He wrote a letter to you or emailed to you. Sean's actually a good guitar player. I mean, I've really? seen him play. 
I've seen him play. He's gotten a lot better. Okay. All yeah. right. I buy yeah, it. I'd say I'm most improved. I buy it. Yeah. But I started from a lower bar than less of the the rest of the band. Right. So I'd say the band as a whole started at a B plus and now we're A plus. Okay. I started at a D minus. Right. Now I'm a solid C. Okay. Yeah. Most Still improved. passable. Still passable. Yeah. Most improved. It's fun to have Sean just around. So right. that's mm. you know that's one of the. Upsides. I tell stories like I did earlier. Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> some mysterious stories about yeah. cars with uh, no passenger in it. I'm sorry, you live a life that is uh, like a home improvement show, and I live a life that's like unsolved mysteries. Wow, wow. Get, d- let's mark this one. Let's re- let's get this for a soundbite because I think we're going to be hearing oh, that for yeah. a long time. Yeah. I think so. Well, Actually, I think you live a life like two and a half men. <laughs> I live a life how, like how is that? I'm not even married. I'm not even. I don't, I don't have a kid. I, mean, yeah. I have a cat. Well, two and a half men. I don't think either of the guys are married. They're not married. Right? No. Well, just, one was married, probably. Just, oh, probably. No one. But they're the guys divorced. I think. Yeah. Well, there's no women in two and a half men. Okay, I don't know. I've never seen the show, really. So I can't. I Nobody can't has. Whatever. Very whatever. Well, you know what, guys? This is the rock and roll episode. I keep saying what? this because we're going to be talking about upcoming stuff that from two, you know, legendary bands, Led Zeppelin. You know, yeah. We all know Led Zeppelin, right? We get we all let out, them. right? Yeah. And the Stones. The yeah. Stones are all. Co- <laughs> 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 all right, all right. Well, fair enough. You know, we get it. There are two different. You know, one was before the other. We get it. Uh-huh. You know, Sean. Yeah. It's funny. I got Sean on because Sean definitely has a very dis- not a distinct uh, choice of music, but it's like it's almost like I describe it as. Uh, for how old are you, Sean? I am twenty-eight years old. Yeah, you have the musical taste of like a fifty-year-old, fifty-eight-year-old man. Yes. Like it's kind of bizarre. <laughs> yes. It's a really interesting mm-hmm. because. Like, I, you know, I love kind of like, you know, like the Stones, Zeppelin, but I also like maybe punk. I also love like some alternative music, you know, just whatever. But sometimes like for you, I'm always intrigued that you go to every Bruce Springsteen concert, every Bob Dylan concert. And I go, how how old is this man? And the fact that you go with your, with your mom, I think you went to a concert. I went to my, uh, just last week, I went and saw Neil Young and Crazy Horse at the Hollywood Bowl. (laughs) With 28, my dad, twenty-eight. Wow, twenty-eight with wow. my dad and my father-in-law. And it's good. No, it's great. I, this I, Friday, I, I'm seeing Bob Dylan. Wow, the Hollywood Bowl with my mom. Wow, it's my so, birthday present. So, because when you were a kid, like, what music was out when you were when you were a kid? Like, I listened or, to mu- I listened to like modern music when I was a kid. Uh-huh. I I, th- I feel like I regressed. Like, I kept on listening to older and older stuff because when I was when I was like, growing up, I listened to the first CD I ever bought was Queen. Queen's Greatest Hits, but the first tape I bought right. that I bought, like, I had to return. The CD wouldn't play in our CD player, so I had to huh. return it, Get a tape. and I got a tape, but then there was money left over, so I got the same Queen album on tape, but then I got the Nothing But a G Thing single. <laughs> oh, the, the, uh, uh, the perfect uh, combination. Yeah, combination. Those are the first two... Uh, records I bought or albums. It's I like bought. it's like dark chocolate and merlot together, yeah, you know, in a exactly. way, or like some type of wine, some red wine and dark chocolate together. But I did. I, I listened to hip hop when I was a kid, yeah. like Warren G and Snoop Dogg oh. and things like that. And uh-huh. then I got through that, and I was into kind of like indie rock sort of stuff throughout right. like high school. I listened to a lot of The Strokes and Pete Yorn and bands like right. that, and then. When I got to college, I like slowly just stopped listening to a lot of modern music and started listening to more and more old <laughs> stuff. And I don't know; it happened like completely organically. It, I don't uh, know why. It's just funny because like I will sometimes like I'll be talking to you, go like, "Yeah, I was uh, listening to the uh, b- new Bruce album," and I go, yeah. "Bruce Springsteen has a new album. Still makes new oh, albums." Fuck. I'm like, "Wow, 
I uh, I don't know. I grew up listening to Bruce, but like I don't know. It just seems like yeah, like you, at a certain phase of my life, like I would have been like, oh, I don't know. I can't. You know, I was so young when I heard first heard. I of. hated it as a kid. My mom is a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. Yeah. I hated it as a kid. Right. But now he's like my favorite musician. Because Mark, I mean, because the music, like I said, I mentioned, it, it's like very Beatle esque. Yes. You know? Yeah. And, but what's your, like, when growing up, like, what was your music? I mean, you probably listened to, you know, I bet you your, your parents were, you know, saying like, hey, this is the music I used to listen to. You want to, you know, <clears throat> did you yeah. ever have that moment, you know? Um, no, I didn't really get into the kind of stuff they listened to um, until I was older. Um, yeah, I think my first CD was Blues Traveler. Wow. And yeah. then uh, mm. the Alanis Morissette, Green Day. Wow. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Um yeah, and then I got I got a little bit into rap too. Um, G thing, you got the G thing. You know, I don't even uh, tribe called Quest. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, my even, sister gave me a tribe wow. called Quest CD, and I yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I don't know. You <laughs> wow. like kind of like indie rock sort yeah, of stuff yeah. now, I'd yeah. say. Right? It, like, yeah, I don't. Know. I, is it true? Because I just want to ask because I know you, Mark. You, you've been a musician, but sometimes is it sometimes where like music that you listen to is a lot different than the music that you actually oh, create. Oh, that I play. Oh no, it's actually. Or I it would very, say it's very similar. Very similar. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like I like to listen to upbeat, um, sort of happier music right pop. Tunes, yeah. not necessarily like bubblegum pop but like 60s pop like right. good melodies and just sort of things are like where it was like it, it was good enough like motown is like sometimes like i'll listen to a motown thing and it it is great because it's a great beat you know it's yeah. easy to remember the words and it's a yeah it's a beat because like sometimes you could almost dance to it you could actually listen to oh, it yeah. mm-hmm. and it's actually even uh that's why i think it lasts like sometimes like um like, I'll listen to a number one single or, or, like, the top ten that is now, and I go, like, yeah, I don't think, like, in five years, even from now, I don't think anybody's going to be listening to this being like, oh, this was so great. Like, who, like yeah, this good, is, Mark yeah. and I were having this conversation. Yeah. Who now, like, and I'd say in the last, like, I don't know, five years, right? In the last five years, who do you think anybody is going to be talking about? Like, you had... Like, if you go back to, like, the 80s and early 90s, Guns N' Roses, right? right if you go right. Uh, the 70s, the, a lot of the bands we're going to talk about tonight, right. you know. Well, those like, are, like, mega, mega, mega bands giant in the 70s, bands. yeah. Who, and then with the 90s, there was all the grunge, Nirvana. Who represents 2000s and, and, and even 2010s or whatever we well, call this decade? And, and I don't know what it is, but, like, see... Yeah, I, I I just don't know. I, either they're, they're, the thing is, the music industry is is so out of whack right now that before, like it used to be, it used to be consistent, like um, a thing where like people would like, like yeah, you would go like the the Beatles and the Stones, and then you go like Led Zeppelin, and then mm-hmm. after Led Zeppelin, there was like another band, like maybe you know same popularity but the same kind of music, you know. And or it was like Guns N' Roses, you know, what kind of like the epitome the, of like that. The Van early two thousands, in my opinion, was Metallica and Guns N' Roses because Guns N' Roses came out. With no, the no, music. not no, early two thousand. No, no, no. early two thousands. Yeah, early two thousands. No, early two thousands was no. like White Stripes. Strokes, right, there was a post. There was a post punk yeah. revival. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, you're right. So wait, ninety. The God, I'm I'm missing a whole decade. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> What else you is missed, new? Yeah. User, user Illusion came out in 92. 91. Yeah, 91. that's 91. 91. And the uh, Black Album came out in 93. 92. No, 92. 92. 92. 92. Yeah. And wow. then 94 was uh, Cobain was dead, had just died. Pearl Jam this, put out their best record. Man. So it was like 
total grunge, but who defines? Because the strokes, You're right? Two thousand. Like, like I mm. like the strokes a lot, but twenty years from now, no one's going to talk about the you know, strokes. You know like, what? It, this is what it is too. A lot of those bands, like especially the post punk, um, like or ninety four was a good year. I remember because that had like Green Day came out, Dookie came out in ninety four. Ninety four was amazing. Weezer year came out, music. yeah, and uh, movies too. But that's a whole yeah, other. Dumb and Dumber, <laughs> Jurassic Park was still in theaters. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, do I wish I could go back in time oh. with this oh equipment? My God. And do trailers for that. Do you know what the fucking economy was like in 1994? 1994 was the best year ever in the history of the world. I'm saying it now. A lot better. Soundgarden had Black Hole Sun. Oh, my God. Uh, Actually, Soundgarden is one of my favorite bands. Soundgarden, 97, Soundgarden puts out their best record down on the upside. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Oh, that was a great song. Offspring was around. And and it was kind of like that... But then I remember Allison Chase. Like uh, uh, <laughs> you're gonna say no. Uh, right, Mike's like <laughs> later on, like 30 minutes later, Mike's gonna be, um, yeah, pro jam. <laughs> I yeah. loved Allison Chains uh, for like four guys. There was a lot of sound. It was really just three guys playing instruments. You know? and, Mike, Mike, Mike. I love and what's, that guy. And what's Lane Staley? And you, do you know what's crazy? You think about it right now. There are more uh, members of the Monkees than there are Al- than the original Allison Chains right now. Yeah, because two of them have died yeah. due to drugs. Just saying. Oh, Just saying. If you know this, if you know, don't do drugs, or else the monkeys might yeah, live. But how great was 1994? Yeah. Like everything about well, 1994 is the and, best. And this is what I think after because when I was nobody in high school, thought OJ Simpson was guilty. <laughs> right. It was a beautiful time, an innocent time. But it was like when I was 90, when I was 95, I was 18 years old. I was like. I was, it was great, you know. I was like, really, you know, it was like the time of my life, like uh, fucking uh, uh, unbelievable. Where I said, like, uh, once I turn eighteen, now I'm going to see a lot of the bands that I want to see because I'm old enough. I could actually get a job. Then they all know, die. But nobody was around. Like, it seemed like nobody after ninety five or ninety six. I remember uh, being in college, and my friend, uh, my best friend Dave, and everything was saying like. Yeah, uh, we got Dave Matthews and Hootie the Bluefin. And I go, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm not getting into this. Like, I came from, like, Nirvana. I came from, like, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. You can name it all. And all of a sudden, I go, I go, what the fuck happened? Like, two years ago, like, I was listening to Nine Inch Nails. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to go into, like, Hootie the Bluefin. It's called like, an if- acoustic guitar, Carlos. <laughs> I guess so. But- it makes music without being plugged but in. But whatever it was, like, <laughs> I felt that the music industry just went so soft. Like, it just went into this whole thing where I'm like, what's going on here? Where I wanted, I was like, I want Edge. I want some fucking yeah, thing. Like, but then like, what happened after that in the late 90s? Well, then, like, what? You bo- get pop music no you get uh like lincoln park and oh, Limp Bizkit, right, and it's right. like okay we're a little bit too uh, but the thing is but the thing is like for me lincoln Ooh. park or like or especially Limp Bizkit, i remember Limp Bizkit coming out and being like so going like this is the weakest moment i think i've seen everything like in hard rock or rock in itself because i'm like of all the bands or whatever kid rock i'm like this is no fucking Led Zeppelin. This is no Guns N' Roses or Nirvana. Like that. I mean, they. I think they. In my opinion, I feel that they sold a lot of records because it was the only thing that we had at that time. If you could, I mean, honestly, that's how I see well, it. It was like the rock rap kind of. Yeah, thing. Yeah, but even now, but it was. But that thing was already before. You could go back to Aerosmith and Run DMC, and you sure. could announce that. Or like, even Rick, Rage Against the Machine. Was yeah, 92. Rick Rubin had already had started that thing, and it was. Just, I think there was nothing there. And Faith I think no more. Well, you know what the biggest, the, and there, the and best you know, selling record in 1997 was Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> They really, oh, really? I swear to God, you can look that and up. And I That's believe it. It's I true. Actually, it yeah. Because uh, what had happened was, is all the baby boomers had 
they had grown up and now Dark Side Moon, they bought it on vinyl. Maybe it had come out on tape. Maybe they had missed it. But now CDs were prevalent and all these baby boomers who didn't have a lot of money when they were kids were now all had a lot of disposable income and they were buying their record collections again right. on CDs. So they're going to stores and going, oh my God, I loved all these old records. I'm going to buy them all on CD. And then what happened is right around the time Napster hit, was the time that these baby boomers had exhausted all of their old albums. Mm-hmm. So they weren't buying their albums anymore because they had bought them all. They right. Physically, there, were, there was nothing left to buy yeah. for them. And then meanwhile, Napster's coming around. And meanwhile, there's like shit else to on the radio. And all of this kind of devolved and, and sunk the record industry. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's a sad because like growing up, you know, I, I, you know, I saw MTV, I saw videos, I saw like every part, whatever it was, like whether it be like hard rock, it'll be like maybe punk or whatever it was. Like you had great bands and, and not to say, and I feel that when it got to that point, like maybe the late nineties or in early 2000, like there was kind of a couple chances, but no one went over like peaked at that thing no one took this you know and said like we're gonna be it we're gonna be that band well, who's like drawing because, like, like big big money on tours right now like it's, it's like it's the all biggest the, tours well, now, madonna right neil young like they're all people that as the farthest back they'll go is the 80s like and, there's nobody mainstream that's right. drawing a huge stadium tour it's bruce springsteen and you know? yeah but oh you mentioned coldplay though Cold, we, I'd we say Coldplay's before, maybe yeah. the one exception. I'd say Coldplay might be the biggest band that I can think of right now that's mm-hmm. relatively modern. Yeah, and then, and then, and the thing is, uh, and there was a lot of like um, like other punk bands like in the late '90s or so that weren't maybe as known, but they definitely were there. It was this. It was almost like a counterculture again, like because. I mean, yeah, like all I saw was when I was like literally like in the prime of my life, like twenty four, and all I was seeing like an MTV was like. In sync and Backstreet Boys, and then going like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Like seriously, like I have no and 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 you know what? I from that time on, I just said listen to anything from '94 and before. Like that was it. I just I instead of going back, and I kind of regret it because I did miss out on a couple people that maybe I should have you know listened to, or maybe I could have seen at, because maybe they were on tour, you know. Like I, I could have seen uh um uh, what's it called like uh. Elliot Smith or something, you know, like that. Unfortunately, like by the time I came around to it, you know, it was already passed, mm-hmm. you know. But I feel like that was a time where I'm like, oh, well, I never appreciated this band. I've heard about them. Let's go back and let's uh, listen to that old Toad the Wet and, Sprocket CD. Yeah, right? yeah, I agree. I've seen them live actually. <laughs> of course you have. I think you There's and nothing to be embarrassed. You about. and maybe I like Toad the Wet Sprocket actually. A good band. Well, now I, that you, I thought they were good, like nice acoustic, you know, good stuff. Now and well. I I, 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 no, nothing to deny, but like I said, another band that unfortunately they were there at that time, but didn't, you know, maybe if they would have been later on, it was just all bad timing. Maybe it's just bad timing. I don't know. There was, I feel like, a wave that crashed in like the late 90s, you know? Like, I mean, in other words, I I don't know. I remember seeing Queensryche. I saw Metallica. I saw Guns N' Roses. I saw Smashing Pumpkins. I saw Duran Duran. Yeah. Like, Like, all these bands that were kind of at the. What right. I would say, the end of their heyday. Right. And, like, yeah, they rode that wave, and then that wave just crashed. Yeah. And well, then 90, that was it, and then everything changed. Yeah, 97, that. I think, was... I feel like 90... It started in, like, 92 was a great year, because they all, like, Nirvana put out Nevermind, um, Pearl Jam and Stone Temple Pilots, 91, 92, put out their first records. Oh, yeah. 
Allison Chains put out um, whatever the Dirt or whatever that big record was, yeah. and then '94 those bands put out their second records, which were great. And then '97, I feel like they put out what is really like the last record you really want to listen to by them. Mm-hmm. Smashing Pumpkins put out Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Which is great. Soundgarden yeah. put out Down right. on the Upside, and then just completely imploded and broke up. But yeah. it was like that was. Like, it was a perfect little decade, like, really existed probably 91 to 97 right. of just, like, all that music was great. And then right around the same time, like, 98, 99, there was all this pop music. There was Britney Spears, there was Christina just, Aguilera, yeah. and there was Limp Bizkit De- answering Child. that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, and that's what I mean. It's, like, I feel that, like, whatever the music industry at that time said, like, we need a something new and something there, and... I think when they look back, I think like corn and Limp Bizkit maybe or something maybe were not the best thing, you know, in a sense. Because maybe they were like at that time. But when I look back, I'm like, it sucked because you could definitely tell that the musicianship was not the same as compared to those other. And those albums were not the same as other albums. Like System of a Down, though, those guys were pretty incredible. I mean, I I saw some amazing stuff done by them. Right. But you could go back to the 60s and you could go back and there was probably like shitloads of bands, like uh, maybe not the same, you know, but but definitely, you know, maybe had great albums and all that, but didn't take the like the the torch and the But like System of a Down, like, you know, uh, bands like that, they they were kind of the answer to like uh, Slayer and. You know, because Slayer, uh, I thought they were an incredible band. Like back when, I mean, if you watch those guys play these riffs, it's pretty incredible what they do. Well, but like after that, I mean, they died too. Like I think in 1996, their last album that came out sold 200,000 units, and that was it, mm. or something. So they went down. But but you had this like new entrance of this sort of like Nine Inch Nails industrial meets like right. that heavy metal, and that was like Corn and. And 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 uh, limp biscuit to some yeah, degree, and, and I and I feel like I'm glad you brought up Nine Inch Nails because that was one band that I really enjoyed, and I felt that when they did Downward Spiral '94, they didn't release another album to '99, and I felt that that was not the smartest things because they should have or Trent Reznor should have basically said like, here I'm going to do more, and it just seemed like. Yeah. Let's just say my prayers, my musical prayers, were not answered, uh, or you know, till like maybe later on. Well, or he something. hates God, so yeah, the problem so. was you were praying. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what? Don't you know, pray for a Trent Reznor. I, I, Trent Reznor is a musical genius. Oh, so that guy. Like, I mean, it was yeah, he was he definitely yeah. what we needed. And uh, I'll never but, forget uh, seeing uh, <laughs> going to Seven Eleven and seeing and. Uh, it was 1999, and seeing a Spin magazine on the cover, it showed Axl Rose, and he goes, "What the world needs now is Axl Rose." And now, <laughs> and then, and it was weird because I'm like, "What does that mean?" And I go, and I'm like, "Yeah, I, I haven't seen Axl Rose do anything." And and then when I'm reading it, I'm like, "Yeah, I haven't seen literally anybody doing anything. Not only Axl Rose, Trent Reznor, and nobody was doing really anything to kind of do it." And it was a great article because they talked about Chinese democracy. At least at that time, it wasn't Chinese democracy. Uh, but definitely that was another thing where I'm like, oh, you know, Guns N' Roses should, you know, should have been maybe at that time, maybe another album would have been, you know, great at that time, maybe another. Well, uh, they came out of the spaghetti incident, which didn't do well. No, and it wasn't the same, and you know, whatever at that time. But that was mostly covers, I think, right? Yeah, it was, a yeah, cover it was all covers. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like a lot of bands that even at the time before were the best didn't parlay it later on, you know? Uh, but the bands that did make a shitload of money. And then, and even now, believe it or not, are still like I said. You know, it's great that you brought that up with the Dark Side of the Moon and everything out being the number one album. Uh, 
guess what? It's still working now, I think. Because even the music industry, as much as it, you know, everyone's doing their own thing, doing their own independent labels, and uh, I still feel where it's like, I look at, I, I could, you could probably name the top 10, and I could probably say, like, no, I don't think, I don't, never heard, I haven't heard any of that. Maybe three of those top 10s I probably heard, you know? And maybe, and what is that, that fucking Korean guy named Sai? You know, Wait, one, the guy that from American Idol, or was that? No. <laughs> yeah, Mike. See, that's Close what I mean. Enough. That's what Close I mean. Enough. Mike is so yes. like you. You're, you're no, which is fine. I'm not like knocking you. I, the thing is, it, like literally, Sai. There's a Korean guy named Sai who did a, a text. Yeah, Mike is looking at me really fucking odd. There's a guy named Sai, and it's called Gangnam Style, and it's like the biggest fucking song right now. And I'm like. What the fuck? Like really? It's like it's, it's like a generic yeah. pop techno like, song. Basically, what that's it is, not the guy that does. She bang, she bang. No, no. Okay. There's a slot <laughs> in like pop it's culture. It's There's close. a little tiny slot, and that guy was in the slot. Yeah. And then he moved out of it, and yeah. so this side guy was like, "Oh, cool, that slot's open. I'm going to fill that void of hey, this is charming because it's funny." Right. Music. And, it, and it's yeah. like it's like it's and it's so generic. It's like the most generic techno song, the the most generic dancing uh. in the video. It just it, and it's like it's one of those songs where it's like almost like I think it's number one because it's a goof. It's like if, <laughs> he's like the tiny Tim of this generation, <laughs> I think. But <laughs> and what I call a very special down the pike. Down the pike. 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 Uh, let's do this, guys. Uh, let's talk pike. about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, normally, this is like. Uh, I mean, mostly we do a lot of trailers, and uh, Led Zeppelin is oddly enough did a did a concert. That the 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 original four. Uh, there's the original four, uh, but John Bonham, you know, of course, died in 1980 after drinking a little too much. Uh, a little too much. A little, well, <laughs> little. Let's hit, just say. Uh, let's just say a hit two glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say those two glasses of wine was, lightweight. was a little bit much that night, and unfortunately, <laughs> he had passed away. And that was, of course, the end of Led Zeppelin. Uh, they never. They didn't want to do it after. You know, every yeah. now and then, there's only one John Bonham. Right. Great. Yeah. And the thing was, it was a lot. Of, it was great because there was a lot of respect to that bandmate. And every now and then, you could see maybe Robert Plant and Jimmy Page kind of doing a little combination or well, something. Well, they reunited for a while, but for then I think they got in a big argument or something yeah you know yeah. just like all bands do just like anything and in 2007 uh they did a, a concert and i guess this is a, a concert and plant right no no no, no. It, it also had a uh, uh, john paul jones on there oh, okay and uh what it was was that it jason was bonham too, or, on drums yeah jason bonham the son Bonham's. of john bonham yeah. and it was a tribute to the guy who had who was running their who mm-hmm. ran their uh the uh atlantic records who was at the time led zeppelin's uh main label basically and they and they, I mean this guy was a real powerful guy enough for all the guys like Aretha Franklin, uh, you know anybody who was a big name, uh, you know knew this person. I, I, I don't remember his name, but whatever it was, the remaining three decided to get together with Jason Bonham and do a concert. Yeah, which was like big news. Everyone's like, "Fuck yeah!" And they like this is the ultimate. The shit out of it. Too. Exactly. This is and this is the yeah. ultimate because of all the bands of all the bands. Uh, because Pink Floyd, you know, it was still re- there, and it was all those things where you know bands started coming up, um, like Bruce was still around, you know, and everything. But of all the bands, like the most popular and influential was Led Zeppelin, 
And and they never like you know people would just do reunions. They would say no. They would one of them. Was well, they did said, one. They had done like, one years before, and well, they like totally botched uh, it. Yeah, and which was Live Aid. Yeah, right? yeah, which they had Phil Collins of all people doing the drums, which is not his style of playing, even as a drummer. <laughs> yeah. Not the best. He's a great drummer, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> not I don't know Led as Zeppelin. far as not, like Led Zeppelin, no. it's a little different. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine. I'm like, wasn't the drummer of Quiet Riot hanging around that <laughs> that area in the backstage going? <laughs> kind of a different style yeah, yeah but you would think it'd be a more of a heavy metal drummer would have fit perfectly instead of phil collins you know uh and yeah it was very botched it did not go well and of course uh you know they got back together and they sounded amazing and i'm gonna play let me i'm gonna play you uh, a little trade because believe it or not they filmed this concert and only up till now they're releasing it as a movie that people could actually go to the movie theaters and see the concert live. And they're actually releasing it on DVD and a CD. And uh, let me just play it. I'm going to play it right here. Yeah. Yeah. Better than that. And this was one night. Yeah, this was just one, one night. <laughs> Sean's crying. Are you still crying about that woman in the car? <laughs> she she bought her stairway to heaven. Fuck that bitch. Wait, so this was her. This was filmed. At that concert, what year? 2007. 2007. Why? Why did they sit on it for so long? Uh, and that's what I want to talk about. Oh, because I, 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 I'm not a manager. <laughs> I'm not a manager of a band, or I don't do any marketing. But if you have this this thing where it just happened one night. I mean, you would want to take advantage of it, and it took them five years to say, "Hey, guys." Uh, we're not going to be reuniting not at all, uh, but we're we're going to sell this movie as a, as a, we're going to sell this thing as a movie for you guys to watch. Which I don't know. I was trying to find any movie theater that's playing it because it supposedly just already came out. Yeah, I haven't found one. Yeah, LA. there's not a lot around here. All I saw was there's a lot of a lot of movie theaters in Argentina and uh, Greece that were playing this really? movie, but <laughs> not anywhere in the U.S. So. And I think part of the reason they kept it for so long is that uh, there were rumors that. Led Zeppelin was going to go on tour after this show, and it was oh. and it was one of those rumors, kind of like a you know, before they announce like a new iPad or something, where the rumors are so prevalent that it just kind of becomes fact, and so people were pretty convinced they were going to go on tour, and they didn't outwardly deny it, and right. then they came out and were very much like, nope, we're not touring, it's over, da da da. So I have a feeling that might have. They didn't want to put the the movie out if they were going to go on tour, and they kind of let it go, and then finally they're like, "No, seriously, there's not going to be a tour." Yeah. I see. I, yeah, I, we can make this money. I don't. I really don't. I mean, I. I mean, I. 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 I really love Led Zeppelin, but there's. I feel that as much as they are the most influential or one of the most influential bands ever, you know, or at least top five, you know, compared to like the Beatles, I feel that. Um, I mean, they're overrated in a sense because I feel that there's a lot of issues that they have um, or, 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 or things because they, they used to have a thing. They were very cool in a way that they were very mysterious. 
But the more and more you got into what they're really doing, it, it, it just to me it, it kind of it, it didn't seem the same. It just it, it just seemed phony because they were they had a lot of problems or before where they lifted off a lot of old songs when they were first starting out oh, as a band. I heard about that. Yeah, they they lifted it because to me I think their image of what Led Zeppelin was was a very blues and very folk but very heavy handed you know sound over it mm-hmm. and I think um, and, and there's proof of it uh, that they literally I think took a lot of songs that were not really well known or old blues songs and basically just made made it to their own thing without crediting the original people and, I, and now when you look at some of the things you can see that where like maybe Robert Johnson, who's an old blues guitarist, is credited to one of the songs that they have or some of the songs that they did. And I'm like, I don't know. Now you're kind of getting into where I'm like, I mean, it feels like maybe they're not as original as they should be, really. Or maybe they're not as, I mean, they're influential on in what they did, but not as, <laughs> I would at least the Beatles were like, fuck, we're doing the cover and, and now we're doing our own shit. But wait, isn't that part of the vibe of like that blues stuff was that these were these songs that would get passed through people right so you'd hear somebody do a song that had a riff and he'd he'd have some lyrics and then you'd hear another version of that song that was a very similar riff different lyrics so i think in my opinion they were kind of borrowing that sort of mentality in how they perform their songs which is fine but it's some of the old bluesy stuff right and it's fine but it's always fine to kind of credit you know give credit where credit's due you know what i mean and i don't think they did that when they were younger maybe or maybe they you know because i mean they were getting a shitloads of money and unfortunately the people were not getting a lot of money like even steroid i think steroid heaven i think was something that they actually lifted i don't know you could actually you could actually go on youtube i think there are there's like somebody had a site that it was like you could compare a lot of the biggest hits that Led Zeppelin did and compare it to other what other maybe old folk singers and they literally copied it even the way like a folk singer would sing the way the song it, it was kind of it, and it, and it kind of left a bad you know taste in my mouth in regards to Led Zeppelin you know as far as guitar playing though and Stairway to Heaven I don't think there was really much blues in that no I mean, no 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 yeah. not necessarily they didn't necessarily lift only it was not only blues uh, singers, but it was also like folk singers. Somebody that maybe they were like not known folk singer. Because folk singer, I mean, you know, like you can imagine like Bob Dylan maybe, but there was a plenty of folk singers prior to Bob Dylan, like Woody Guthrie. And even then, and even then I think even Bob Dylan uh, is more of a ripoff of Woody Guthrie, you know, in the beginning of his career in a way. Because- well, I mean, I, I think it comes down to the same thing. Bob Dylan's like first couple records were filled with covers. And yeah. Were- Kind of even interpretations, or even just like straight off interpretations. Right. Uh, th- I think the difference is that uh, Bob Dylan wears his love for Woody Guthrie on his sleeve. Yeah, you know, I mean, he started his career by going to California to go uh, California or New York to go sit by Woody Guthrie's deathbed. Exactly, he would go into the hospital. Yeah, he would and, go to the hospital and, and yeah. visit Woody Guthrie because he <laughs> the, Woody Guthrie changed his life. But I do think that that at least uh, spiritually, Led Zeppelin kind of is very um, acknowledges that sort of history in how well, they do that's what they how do. They, yeah, that's how it's they. It's not you know, it's not like they're calling every like, oh, we're completely new. They're going, oh, what we did was we took you know this Delta blues right. and mixed it with this kind of British rock and roll, and you know they were chocolate and peanut butter and put them together okay. and made this awesome. Story. Fair, fair enough. And, but there's an you know there's another thing too that kind of irks me about Led Zeppelin. Um, 
And I, mean, I hate to shit on that because it's funny because I, I really love them. Like I, I would love to be at that concert. I actually might want to buy the DVD and CD just to check it out because you know, like because you, you could hear it, they sound amazing. Uh, but one thing that I that you may not know of, but it's really, you know, a lot of people like a lot of old bands like you know, um, like Beatles and Neil Young or something. Um, they would always get asked, you know, for their music to be on commercials and things, and then and they never did it. They didn't like it, you know. It wasn't only till like Michael Jackson bought the rights to the Beatles that you would hear like on a Nike commercial "Revolution," which was crazy because it had nothing to do yeah. with anything else. Like John Lennon was, if he was alive, would have fucking gone ape. He would just kill himself. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would have. He, he would have hired a hitman to kill himself. <laughs> probably that's how angry he probably would have been. Uh, but it was amazing that. Uh, Led Zeppelin never um, put their money out there, or put their—I mean, put their songs out there because for that reason, you know, they didn't believe in it. Uh, and even like Richard Linklater, who directed Days and Confused, which was, you know, there's the title of the movie yeah. was based on on a Led Zeppelin song. Um, he wanted to play the song rock and roll on it. Like, and he was like, he even made like a video, like pleading to have it and. Uh, Jimmy Page and John Paul Jones were like, "Hey, uh, I'm fine with it." Robert Plant said, "Nope," and they didn't. And and Richard, I think to this day, felt like really even to this day, I may feel a little bit pissed off. I think I assume that he's still a little angry by that because I, I think in his vision, it would have been the perfect song for whatever you know scene that would have been in it, you know. But and I'm like, that's crazy because later on, you know, because that movie was made in '96. Later on, Jimmy Page and Puff Daddy just made a made a cashmere for a really good movie, though. Right? <laughs> what, what was movie the, was, what that? was it? Uh, the, the amazing movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, probably one of the top ten movies. Of, yeah, of all of, time, you would say. Uh, Godzilla was that? Movie? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, the no, remake that, to Godzilla. Oh, never mind. That was a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess Robert, Robert Plant said, "You know what? That sounds like a good idea. Uh, let's get Puff Daddy." To play, to rap over, <laughs> and the, the, probably the, one of the most popular songs, not in Led Zeppelin history, but in rock and roll, and rap over it, uh, just just going a lot of, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. and then play it for a shitty movie like that. And mm. I'm like, what is going on Had it here? been Peter Jackson's King Kong? Totally oh, yeah. Opinion. I mean, I would I would have put Stairway to Heaven in fucking King yeah. Kong, in my opinion. Needed it's been it. done before, though. I mean, uh, what was the, the Butterfly song? Yeah. <laughs> What? Exactly. What? That was a uh, that was a Red Hot Chili Peppers. Wait, wait, wait. Riff. Which wait? What were you talking about, Mike? The Butterfly rap song. You know, Butterfly. The song Butterfly. You remember that one? No, oh. say Butterfly three more times. I think <laughs> you're talking about the song by Crazy Town. Yeah, oh, yeah. Butterfly. Right, right. My, what, my, wait, what my is sugar that? fly, butter yeah. baby, or something, whatever. Wait a second. But wait, you said you... the song's called Butterfly, and then you just went to sing, and you said my sugar fly. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't even sing it pro- like the way it should be. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, though, right? Okay. But that was a Chili Peppers riff. So, I mean, a lot of uh, I mean, a uh, lot of a lot of rappers have done that though. They've kind of no, taken like rock riffs. But my but my point is that I just don't understand uh i don't understand why if anything um <laughs> i understand why if anything it's gonna be it's gonna like okay let me explain it I, I i no i get your point i just feel that if i if anything 
I feel that they should have picked a, a movie into that because I think it would have been because Days and Confused is about like yeah. a high school in the seventies that and of course Led Zeppelin was the epitome of like any rock band that you could ever think of more than Kiss, more than like you know the Stones or anything. Led Zeppelin were it, and I don't understand that why they would say no on that or at least Robert Plant would say no on that. But when they would think Cashmere. And going with uh, uh, with Puff Daddy for a Godzilla movie for Christ's sake! I sure, mean, the only because thing, of the money. Exactly, it's only the money, and that's what leaves a big another bad taste in my mouth well, when it comes to Led Zeppelin. Puff Daddy did uh, he for the the Biggie the song. You know, he did. Well, uh, he covered. He, yeah, he used a like the thing was about Puff he Daddy. Did, uh, I'll be watching you. This, uh, or, yeah, the like uh, the police. Like yeah, the yeah. Uh, um, and I think you know that one song like hey. Must be the money, you know that song, right? Yeah, that was like uh, I think that was like a Coltrane uh, horn that they. Well, the thing is about I can remember, right? I guess I'm not sure. But the hey, thing about, must be the money. Oh, we get it, Mike. We yeah. get it. I I, I feel I, that, I like that song. Actually. I know. I get. It. No, I'm just saying. Like Puff Daddy was, he was. I guess smart enough or had the balls enough to not take a really track or just like a really like he took the sample and just basically rapped over it so yeah and i feel that i feel that he got number one or those songs got number one, not because of him but because there was a great song well, it was a mixed match i mean if you look at kanye west too i mean now he does kind of the thing same is, thing he does it he does some crazy stuff on his right. album. like i mean i but there's I, a, I have his album like like the latest one that came uh-huh. out and it's pretty amazing like what they do but but you know, I mean, they'll take stuff from like Motown stuff, you know, like. But they'll take a little part or a piece of yeah, it, which piece. was the way hip hop was. But I think Puff Daddy was like, "No, let's sample the whole riff," you know, and a, a, the most popular. I mean, it's like might as well copy "We Will Rock You" and do a sports and rap anthem on there, and it'd be like, "Yeah, of course I can make a shitload of money from doing that." It's not because I did anything; it's because I I just took a sample, and it, I don't know it, stuff like that. It, you know, when I always hear about it. Like we were talking about earlier, I feel like oh, it's like it's the money, and I guess it's like hey, yeah. it must be the, the money. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> <Sean>. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we got no, it. No, no, no. Keep going. What's the I second verse? It, but, yeah. uh, but I don't know. So I don't know what you guys think. I mean, I don't know what the whole thing. What do you think about Led Zeppelin? Mark? We've never talked about. No, but I mean, what are you gonna? Are you guys gonna check out this? Taste. Are you gonna check out this? Uh, this thing? Yeah, of course. Check I, out? I know you will. Yeah. Uh, Led Zeppelin. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'll if Sean invites me to go see this, I'll I'll go. Um, but uh, yeah, the, I I never really got into them. I do uh-huh. like their their hits. Right. Um, I just remember the the cool kids at my school always wore the Led Zeppelin shirts. <laughs> Wait, what? How old are you again? You're 58 or 20? no? No, but I re- when I was in sixth grade, I remember there's this one kid named named Max Anchor, and he was like the oh, coolest kid because he did he took like acid and did LSD and stuff <laughs> like that. I'm like, awesome. man, how old was he? How I'm old like, was he? He was like in seventh grade with me. What? I'm like 12 years old. He's taking acid. This guy is awesome. Wow, he's so cool. Um. I mean, you know, to a certain point, uh, I was like, "Wow, he like he likes all these cool bands," and he wore a Led Zeppelin shirt. I'm like, I have no idea what that wow. is. Wow, <laughs> if one guy was not liking the music of the '90s or late '90s, yeah. was yeah. that kid right yeah. there? I don't know. I think that uh, a kid who's <laughs> taking LSD in the mid '90s is probably a Dave Matthews Band fan too. Like, I think it could that could work. Doubt that could it. translate. All right, but I'll tell you this: uh, Dave Matthews, <laughs> if, if Dave Matthews' band was reuniting or something, I don't think they would sound like that. Like, no, uh, no. 
I don't think anybody would be like, yeah, let's uh, let's check that out. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see that. Let's check out that band. Well, well speaking and, then, of, and of course, the worst name ever, Dave Matthews. Dave man. Matthews, come man. On, come on, come on. But uh, speaking of my music taste and Mark's music tastes, I, uh, I there's something I there's a gift that I gave Mark a couple years ago that internally I've been grappling with whether or not this was a good gift or if this was just oh, like the boy. douchiest thing I could do. But I'm gonna say douchiest. I'm gonna say douchiest. What I did was I got yeah. Mark for his birthday one year. I got him like four albums that. Yeah. <laughs> And this is what I did, is there were no. four albums that I really liked, but yeah. also that reminded me of Mark. That I would, there were basically like four albums, like, here's four albums that I think are great, but I also think you would really appreciate. And this took me a long time to find, because oh, the music I listened well, to, you. I had to like order some of them online. So I got him Flood by They Might Be Giants. Um, it That's might have our been religious the- band. Isn't it? No, they might be no. giants. Is like a, no. They wrote the Daily Show theme song. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm thinking, of, but there is that one song, "Flood" by yes, oh, Jars of Clay. Jars of Clay. They're no. the religious band. Yeah, no, but this is they might be giants who did like Istanbul, not Constantinople. <laughs> you know, um, I want to I want to make something clear. Mike is a musician, a very yeah. accomplished, but yet uh, when it comes to the, the history of what happened, that's not okay. But what's crazy is that what you did is you found. A, I said they might be giants, which is a pretty well known band, I'd imagine. Yeah, and you <laughs> mistook them for a very specific Christian rock band. Yeah. Well, you said Flood, yeah. and I just remember that Flood. Like that's, that's crazy. I kind of remember that. But, but, no, but yeah, it's funny, but, you, but, it, but you, you're like a, you're like a mafioso where you just do the hit. Like You, you ask questions yeah. later on. Mm-hmm. Like just You go, just say it. Religious. Yeah, you go, like, that's a religious band. And you're like, no. <laughs> well, I, was, I said that question, you know. Kind of. But it, it's kinda. So what else did we But have? it was uh, Elvis had... Costello's My Aim is True. Okay. Which is one of my favorite albums you of all time. You gave me that one? I did. Hmm. That's a and good album. Elvis Costello. That two, was you? Yeah. Mar- oh. Uh-oh. No, there yeah. Two no, others I'll, I'll that I can't remember. Okay, I'll tell you. Do you remember? One, I think one was Bruce Springsteen. Born to Run. <laughs> Born to <laughs> Run. How old are you? And then oh. the other one was um, no. M. Ward. Oh, yeah. I think I did. I got... So yeah. that's it. Sorry. I did three albums that were older that I thought that Mark would enjoy. And then one other one that reminded me of Mark, which was a oh, new yeah. record that I really liked, which yeah. was M. Ward. So it was per like so. This is my my reasoning behind this was yes, they were like some of my favorite albums, but they also I didn't give you like their I didn't give you a Led Zeppelin. I would have never thought to have gotten you a Led Zeppelin right. album, but Elvis Costello reminded me of you, so I got uh, you that. So I was kind of like, here's some music that I really like that I also think you would appreciate. So right. I know you're interested in music. I thought it might be a thoughtful gift, but it also could be a totally douchey thing, no. like giving you a bowling ball with my name on it. No, they douche. might be giants. Uh-huh. I. I don't listen to the album that often mm. because it's fun. Yeah. It's fun stuff. It's not something you're, you know, you really listen Put to yeah. driving down PCH no. or something. Yeah. Um, and I knew a lot of the songs just from growing up. Um, I think actually that's the one that I couldn't find Flood. So I yeah. got you like a greatest hit yeah. album. Yeah. The one that I could not find anywhere. Yeah. No, that's a great one. Um, Bruce Springsteen. I. I do appreciate him. <laughs> I appreciate. I understand why people like him. But, yeah. I haven't m- maybe yet gotten into him uh, right. as much as Sean has. Um, and and then, one day, one day when you're uh, yeah, when you're when, son, when, my, when the kids are out of when college, when your grandson <laughs> will right, ask you about right. it, then you could give him that right, same CD. Right. Um, but uh, and then and then I have to tell you, yeah, M Ward was was awesome. Um, that was great because i like she and him and i didn't know that he was too much of too much of his original yeah he was the him and then also honestly the elvis costello album 
really influenced wow. my taste in music. Right. And, I was going to say that was a cool and how, I, that is. how I write music, too. Ha-ha! It, it worked! It really, uh, yeah, is that, it is it, definitely changed my... And yeah. it's, it's funny because, like, well, you didn't know it was Sean that gave you, I guess. Because, oh, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember because that would that would have been. Me. I thought that would have been like a for sure why you invited him to be on the in the band. You know, was <laughs> no, that is yeah, that's yeah. definitely one of the our common uh-huh. interests. Yeah. Yes, Mike. No, I was gonna say, Sean, didn't you get Randy, uh, your now wife? Didn't you get her a used uh, copy oh, yeah. of the Sound of Music or something no, like no, VHS tape? No, no, no. Sure he should have done it's that. It's even worse. He should have done. I that. got Randy once, and and this was for different for Christmas, reasons. Right? Why she hated me for Christmas. For, for Christmas, I got her a little Romeo CD, and that was it for Christmas. And it was more of kind of like a gag gift sort of thing of like, oh, we used to joke around about Little Romeo, and I, what I didn't realize was we had kind of said like unofficially, like we're not going to get each other. Christmas presents this year. We were both broke and in college. And I <laughs> learned a worse. valuable lesson. <laughs> yes, I learned a valuable lesson, which is, well, I learned a double lesson. One, when you say you're not going to get gifts, you should still get somebody a little something. But two, you shouldn't fucking get them just a gag gift. But I haven't learned my lesson in, in gag gift giving because this Christmas, I forget what I got Randy. Uh, yeah, I, I, this, this, yeah. This, this is what you gave Randy. I wish, because this is the song that she loved from Little Romeo that we'd always joke around about. I got her his next album, which was terrible. <laughs> which is basically yeah. Michael Jackson. Which, well, yeah, <laughs> basically Jackson Five, right? Yeah, you know what? You should have given her Jackson Five greatest hits. Probably, you would have been better off. I but think. I got Randy this year for Christmas. I got her something she wanted, or something that was good. Wow. I imagine because she didn't hate me. But I also got her. She, for some reason, has a grudge against the movie Rango. She Ooh. hates it. She's never seen it. But the second she saw the trailer for it, she turned to me and was like, "This movie looks terrible." Wow. And she's. I should have. You guys it. know oh. my wife. She's a very sweet soft-spoken woman she fucking hates this movie and so i also got her rango on dvd and i was like do you want to open one of your christmas presents like on christmas eve and she was like yeah and i gave her rango and she threw it across the room oh (laughs) my god you're you know you're you're just asking for uh like a domestic (laughs) i kind of want to get like a pattering you know like just from her like she's just gonna sock you one day but i will say i am very i'm very happy about this mark saul thing because i in retrospect like as years have passed i've thought about this again and i've been like did is that such an asshole thing to do like here's things that i like but I felt like there was one element of more thought put in because I also did get Randy a video game once as a gift as this sort of thing of like, oh, here's something I like and I'm trying to get like a version of it that you like and and then we can share this and it like totally did not work. And then I felt stupid about it. But with this, I was like, I was totally on the fence. Wow. No, uh, you 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 uh, succeeded. In, you changed his yeah. life. You changed his life. Changed life. Yeah. Wow. Well, you guys, how do you feel? You know, let me ask you. We were talking about Led Zeppelin, but never, never mind them. Uh, what do you? How do you feel, guys? Uh, how do you feel about the Stones? I love the Rolling Stones. Yeah. I do actually. I do too. Um, I don't have any of their new stuff. Any of their the newer? New, <laughs> you mean any of their the two thousand? Yeah, and... nothing. No, but I, I love uh, you know, Beggars Banquet. Um, sticky fingers. Sticky fingers. I think Ruby Tuesday is my favorite song. That's that's a good song. Yeah, yes. I do. I do like them. I, um, I mean, I like. I love Miss You. I I, I remember one time seeing uh, this guy, amazing musician that Mike and I uh, love, uh, Joseph Arthur. Mm-hmm. And we saw him do a show here in L.A. 
And he did at the end of the thing when we were doing the, when he was doing an encore. Like I mean, I guess he 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 didn't. Even, I mean, it was such a great show he did that people were like, "No, we need an encore." And I guess he wasn't expecting it. That he was actually uh, he did the uh, a cover of "Miss You," and he didn't even know the words. Like he had to put <laughs> the thing out because everybody was like, yeah. you know, one more, one more. And he brought it, and it was a fucking amazing cover. Like it was, it sounded like so like. Just like raw, like what the Stones probably would have, you know, done, and it was fun, yeah. So any anytime anybody does like a cover of the Stones for some reason, like I really like it. I feel that they're a good. Band. Talk about a blues influenced band. Though. Oh, I mean, the ultimate Stones blues. Are yeah, blues. I mean, they're, yeah, they're I mean, named after a song uh, from a blues song, and they they to me, I think, were one uh, band that probably was the perfect band before Led Zeppelin because they definitely used all those bo- there was another band that also started out with just doing a lot of covers a lot of stuff but their own take on it and when it came to the 70s I mean that's where they just exploded I think that for a band their durability like they really were a very durable band I think <coughs> I could say from 1962 to 1981 they were still pretty the, sh- the biggest band I think out there you know and that's mm-hmm. that's saying something because a lot of bands can't do that uh, even now <laughs> because even afterwards it's like no one's around no one's uh, that's doing anything and uh, but can you believe it the, uh, the upcoming thing this is what's crazy about the whole thing and that's why I bring it up is that they're doing their 50th anniversary 50 years they've been fucking together yep that's fucking insane can you believe that um, and yeah 50 years I mean and let me let me play you a little clip because this is the 50th thing they're, they're actually coming up it's coming up in November and December they're doing actually four shows uh, London and New Jersey or, they're oh, doing the new Barclays Arena right in, uh, right gonna, the but new but Nets <laughs> Arena but I'm, the reason why I brought this band up is because unlike Led Zeppelin who just did a one time thing in like for I don't know how many years maybe like 20 something years you know almost 30 years or so the Stones have been just continually just being on, you know, one thing, and which is great. But I think it's gone. This has to be the last thing. This has to be the last hurrah, because seeing seven-year-olds on stage, it's it's kind of jarring. I'm I think saying. they're going to tour after this. <laughs> really? I'm, You're I'm not, not really wow. Yeah. I just I just don't know because like my dad is seventy, and I just can't imagine him. <laughs> doing a show for two hours no, going on Springsteen's almost 70. He does three-hour shows, and it's, it's outrageous. And, and, you know, and this is why I bring it up, because I think, uh, I think since, you know, we were talking about, like, the, the music and the whole thing, since no one stepped up, a lot of these old bands have been just putting themselves out there. And I'm like, wow, like, that's kind of a sad thing, that a band like Stones for 50 years has, it's like, they're still... You know, selling a ticket that's like six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars, and I'm like, all we have is Justin Bieber. That's it. Well, no, it's true. I mean, yeah. I thought one of the big things with Neil Young that I thought was when he put out a big protest record, like in oh, the ni- yeah, or, or the night. Are you talking about two thousand six? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He put out oh, Living yeah. with War, right. a big anti-war record, and I kind of was like, well, where the fuck is our generation? No. Like, Neil Young's not like his people aren't going. To he war. was like a, he was, he did a he did a you know, uh, the, um, the most famous one uh, yeah. uh, when he was at Buffalo Springfield. 
uh, uh, what's it called? The uh, it was on the force. Uh, oh, I know it's on the force. So he did it with Cros- Crosby, Stills, and, and Nash, Nash and Young. Yeah, did, uh, the Ohio. Uh, song for what it's worth, yeah, protests. Ohio. And then, yeah. Yeah, for what it's worth, he's done a lot of stuff. Well, like that. I would. Uh, some people would say the Green Day American Idiot was the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, was, I guess the, you could was say. the protest. It was, of, but it was uh, at least a start. But then let's go back and say that Green Day was doing it ten years after their big record. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, like, yeah, they were still a little old to be doing that right and right. so it's like it, it's just i was kind of like where the hell's our generation there is writing a, no. any band that writes something mean i know bright eyes did a, a couple songs and here and there but there wasn't enough like meaningful songwriting where somebody and you know even politics aside the fact that like the these pop stars had no opinion on anything right you know, and even the fact now that Springsteen's record is being called like the Occupy New Jersey record, and you know everybody's and it's like miserable yeah. with the economy and, every, and all this stuff, and the only people writing records about this stuff are older people. But do you think that's because songs like that wouldn't get any airplay? I mean, it, I it could be partially that. Yeah. I think it might be partially that to blame, but I also think that there's not a lot of those people writing from the heart right. anymore, right. where they they will vote like. Taylor Swift like writes her own songs in quotes and like but she's writing the same song over and over about like a boy breaking her heart like nobody yeah, it's... you know when the, when Crosby Stills Nash Young when those guys were 17 18 years old they were and you know they were perhaps some might say naively but I'd say not writing very thoughtful songs and, and about important I just, things and that's the thing I I, I feel that a lot of bands. Uh, for some reason, you could definitely tell when a band gives their heart. Like when, like when Guns N' Roses came out with Appetite for Destruction, it very came from a very honest approach to their type of music that they wanted to play. And lyrically, it was like stuff that they were living at. Like they were like the craziest of those things where that was their life. Like to them, they were hanging out with strippers, you know? I mean, they were basically stripper, like strippers were like basically almost raising them, like almost paying for their end because they were so poor. Um, they saw the Hollywood life and how crazy it is, you know, and stuff like that. So when you came out to doing like an album like that, it came from the heart, and you could definitely hear it when you hear it. Um, that it, I mean, and, and that it was like this big ensemble that it, it took them maybe one or two takes. I'm like, yeah, because they were fucking in it, like they were doing it. Now it's like, yeah, you got Taylor Swift or Justin Bieber, and it's like there's not a lot of heart all it is it's like it's like it's almost at the epitome of fluff like it's and even like, when they do like when will i am puts out a song like he just sounds like an idiot like i think like if justin bieber put out a it's, protest it, song i'd just be like oh fuck you you sound stupid if i'd say the closest like the person you'd get that would do it because bieber wouldn't do that like he doesn't no. write his own stuff and if he does whatever but i'd say it would be like a john mayer and then i would just be like you're an idiot you it, know what it, i mean so it's mm-hmm. like i can't even find that band no. and then again i wasn't right. around in that time so i don't know if people were saying that about crosby stills nash and young but i just doubt it because those songs have lived on like ohio is a song that i think almost everybody know they know the song better than the actual event right you know yeah. and, it, and it's and it's a great song it's a great song that they probably took them like probably a day and a half probably just to write i think it they wrote I, it within hearing about kent yeah. state they wrote it within days and it was like and that's a very like neil youngy thing to do exactly. it was like out right you know and and, and and i don't know but you know going back with the stones it's like uh i mean consistency but after a while i think like i said i think after 81 like after t- tattoo you you know i think they didn't go back to touring till like steel wheels which was almost like the end of the decade and that you know to me that should have been 
because they had like a lot of guests. Like I remember Axl Rose being and you know Izzy from Guns N' Roses, you know, in '89 doing a couple things, and uh, Tina Turner going back. You know, that was like I think the end. Like that should have been maybe not the not necessarily the swan song, but maybe the second to last. You know, of their thing. But <laughs> unfortunately, they did not see it that way. And they are keep going on. They're they're making this thing like to the day they fucking die. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Uh, but let me play the trailer because I thought the trailer was fucking interesting. Um, oh, the whole thing. And it's it, it's all this like the bits you know from all their tours and all their things. But them visually now it's fucking insane. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it looks like they went through Vietnam <laughs> like five tours. Look at that. <laughs> A lot of flu. A lot of rumors going around. They did that because they can't say the sentence themselves. They had to chop it up. Yeah. <laughs> That's so old. They probably forgot. They're probably gonna. On the twenty fifth and the twenty ninth of November. Then across to the East Coast of America, where we're playing two shows in New Jersey. Oh boy. On the thirteenth and the fifteenth of December. Spring stays. Yeah. In New Jersey, yeah. I think they moved the New Jersey one though to Brooklyn. But he'll still be there. Nothing wrong, but I like it. <laughs> this is I don't know. It's about yeah. London in November and in December. But then I think twenty thirteen they're gonna tour. Yeah, I I don't know. I Mick I'm, Jagger looks very good. No, he does. The rest of the band. No. And, I mean, Keith Richards looks like garbage, but <laughs> I'd say Mick uh, Mick Jagger looks great. I think Rom Wood looks all right. Like I, I mean, it's okay. it's just it's just insane because I feel like what's going to happen because I saw a video recently. Not because I'm. I, I, it's horrible to see, and the only reason why I'm, I'm I was kind of chuckling because it's it was I forgot the band name, but they were in Brazil um, and. You know, everyone's performing, everyone's having a good time, you know, and the drummer uh, has a heart attack, has a heart attack, starts, stops playing, of course, and just collapses and like cymbals flying everywhere, whatever it is. And thank God for the singer that there was like a break, you know, because there was like a, I don't know if I guess there was a guitar solo, whatever it was. There's a drum solo. <laughs> <laughs> was the greatest drums all ever. <laughs> Keith Moon would have been, you know, jealous. I think, but I think thank God that the drum, like the singer looked back and recognized that something was wrong, and like and like because everybody, like all the other musicians, they're just going, they're oh. really into and it. Nobody pays attention. No one's paying attention to what's going on. And I'm like, <laughs> doesn't happen. And I'm like, the drummer is gone. Like the backbeat of the whole song is like not playing. So you would think it would be going like, what happened to the uh, the beat? <laughs> you know, and like no. And I feel like. I hope this does not happen because I think it might happen 
where someone's gonna fucking drop dead and like, how then, awesome would that be to die <laughs> if you're a drummer I, no, I don't seriously know. though and I, you die on stage in front of a billion people doing exactly what you that love. would like, be it's it would okay poetic yeah it would be like if charlie watts god forbid like if he did fucking just went set like literally like and, and this, like it didn't fall back like in this whole thing where people like literally fell like that's a laugh but i'm just saying i could just imagine like it would be the worst would be like if he fell forward and just like just fucking drum sets everywhere just fucking going nuts and and, cool. and then and mick Jagger going like still singing like the show must go on guys yeah, it's true and i you know what and i have a i have a feeling that i'm telling you this if he died on stage other watts or whoever if it's not Mick or Keith, that show is still going on. Two years from now, they will be gone touring oh, yeah. again. I'm but telling. that's the crazy thing about them. Nobody in that band has died. Huh. Uh, no. That, well, Brian Jones mm. originally uh, yeah. uh, was the guy, the original uh, rhythm guitarist, yeah. or other guitar player, and he died, and then they replaced him with Mick Taylor. Yeah. Uh, who's another phenomenal guy, but I guess he said, fuck you guys. You guys are crazy. I'm out of here. When did they replace uh, him, though? Because They replaced it was, him, like, in 75. Yeah, I it think. was within... Mm, yeah. You know, it's not like a... You know, Keith Moon dies in the 80s. Right. Uh, you know, and... Uh, um, John Paul Jones. Or John Entwistle. John, uh, John, John Entwistle. Like, yeah. Like, those guys died. Like, like, like when... You know, when it's 1990 and it's 2000 and a band member dies, you think, oh, this might be... Like with Bruce Springsteen, when Clarence Clemens died, Oh yeah, I was convinced there, there's no way they're going to tour Oh, again. no. I, 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 I kind of felt that they would have been like... Because, I, you know, the reason was, the reason why I kind of felt that Bruce would have still continued was because they he did, you know, he didn't have the E Street Band like later on, like in the mm, 90s. In the 90s. So, and he was still touring. And the crazy thing about him is he doesn't record with the E Street Band. So he only tours with them. Right. So he records with session musicians. Right. Uh, which is weird. I don't completely understand why. But well, that's he when he was like, yeah. he got criticized for that because a lot of people thought that was kind of like insane because, you know, like you have a great band. Yeah, you know, I know. You why do you want, use session musicians? Yeah, it would probably be cheaper. And the fact yeah. that he moved into Bel Air wasn't great either. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, because here he is. He's like, it's rough out there in that home, you know, my hometown. <laughs> and, 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 and I remember hearing on Stern and they made this great bit about how Bon Jovi and, and Springsteen have that thing where it's like, you know, we didn't have a whole lot. And it's like, you're 30, you're like 10 minutes away from New York City. Like, how far? You're not really in the yeah. fucking boondog. You know what I mean? Like, I could tell, like, maybe John Cougar Mellencamp or whatever his name is now is like, yeah, I'm from a, a small town in Indiana and I'm going to fucking be singing about that, you know, <laughs> and make a shitload of money. And it's so ironic how they make so much money for talking about a shitty town that they're from or whatever small town they're yeah, from. Yeah, I mean, I think that I've read a couple articles and, and books and stuff on Springsteen. I think the one big thing is that sometimes you want the person who can best represent yeah. or, the, or best uh, write a, a song about how you're feeling and that the idea is that he can channel that sort of feeling and understand it and empathize with it right. better than just getting some plumber from New Jersey who maybe is living life but can't write a song to right. save his life. Right. You know, it's not like he's running for Congress right. and trying to convince people that that's who he is. It's more in the sense of like he's a character. Yeah. You know, I don't know, it, but it, like I said, going back with the Stones, I it's fun, you know, they're doing four shows. I hope that this is it. 
I hope this it's is not. like it, it probably isn't. No, but, no it's not. Uh, you know, I mean, it's getting to the point where it's like how I guess they literally have to die on stage yeah. for it to go because they're literally. Well, they can die anywhere, Carlos. They don't need to die on stage. Oh no! Can... <laughs> if they're to keep touring, trust me. I mean, look at. I mean, Ozzy's not even touring anymore. I'm like, I don't think his fucking body. Can He's take in it. bad health. Though, yeah, I think. Well, that's what I mean. A lot of these guys did not. They're not care. great health. Yeah, but... I mean, I'm, it's amazing. Keith Richards is still alive. I'm yeah, still it's... shocked by that. But that's why it goes to show like when you're sitting there obsessing over quitting smoking or things like that it's like it's kind of a fucking toss yeah up. i guess it is <laughs> at a certain point well guys uh it's fun uh talking music talking a lot of shit going on here that's just, a just... Br- abrupt segue what? <laughs> what uh, do you want us to leave is there something uh, on? what time is it yeah. it's almost 10 30 is there a tv show on at 10 30 you watch oh, well, i don't know there's a <laughs> touch point now i have to check out but uh, you know I don't know. You got, what, you got something else to say? You no, gotta, I just... I, no, I, I feel uncomfortable being thrown out of your... <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it happens. I'm sorry. I know you had a lot of fun talking about music, talking about old bands. You know? Why do you say so many facts uh-huh. with such disdain as though you're, like, interrogating me? Like, yeah, I had fun talking about music. It was like, your fucking idea to talk about music. Yeah, no, no. I, I, well, I, mean, I got that as exci- I got that as he was way too excited. All right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, didn't recap uh, negative. Uh, All right, let's not it's, pick him. That's why we don't have the second column anymore, so, okay. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a lot of reading about there. Uh, and by the way, um, great story. Uh, oh, that was sarcastic. <laughs> oh, I'm having was, trouble uh, reading you. Really, that was, that that, was I, I was expecting yesterday. some kind of a yeah. paranormal type thing. But uh, like, that talk really like was that is a real <laughs> that really thing was, that happened. You know, that you was know a what? shitty, shitty I, story. I mean, somebody uh, could be dead. I think that woman. Somebody probably is dead. That woman probably saw the video that led up in. It's going to release a movie of a show that they did uh, five years ago, yeah. and at the shows are back. And I think she got excited. She went outside, called a tow truck, and the guy came and jumped her. And she left. <laughs> Two o'clock. Mike, I got to work at 9 a.m. today. I went back to my car at 2, 3 o'clock. So... Answer me this: What the fuck? You realize you realize that there was a three. murder scene. Like the police would have taped it off. They would have been investigating. They didn't know until I called them. <laughs> they don't. They don't. But it would be going, right. ongoing still now. <laughs> but thanks for point. having us, Carlos. Uh, yeah. You can follow uh, me on Twitter at Mark Saul. <laughs> Hold on a second. I just want to. Can we go around check out the my table? website MarkAdamSaul.com. Can we go around that. the table really care. quick right yeah. now? And somebody tell me. Give me a <laughs> rational. Thing, a rational excuse for what happened. A I rational- don't, yeah. The woman was an airhead, left her keys in the car. <laughs> she probably had a meeting she was nervous about, left her keys in the I, car. I have a feeling her, the battery play died. That's called, why the light um, went off. Do like the kids do at the uh, AMA theater. Uh, uh, it's in oh November. And- All right, let's, okay, let's just humor Sean. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that this woman <laughs> fucking got got gangbanged by the stones oh god <laughs> I got so excited and left her shit and then she went back and, and went home to tell her friends that's what I think uh, I honestly don't even care right now I mean unless you come up with an update then I will maybe... I'll come in with an update I'm the first thing I'm gonna mention, do tomorrow don't... work is call security and ask what happened you should have said that in the brain. you should have that's what you should have said left uh, when you left the house, when you left the, uh, your work you should have been like what happened Like the... I didn't know that the car wasn't there and then I got to the, my parking spot, and the car wasn't there. It was like 8.30. I can't. All right. Well, I don't have to tell you. I am disappointed in society <laughs> that people aren't as nervous 
or giddy with nervous excitement. Like, are I you am are you kidding? Because you want you actually want a murder to happen at your at this lady's no. expense. I mean, maybe like a murder that nobody was heard in. So that it, all you the know excitement what, Sean, of murder. I saw a guy on a bike. Oh, well, like boy. out in front of my house. Another story today. <laughs> Another story. And then I went back out, and he was gone. <laughs> that that you cannot equate those two. It's a Carlos is putting on his pajamas. <laughs> yeah, uh, Carlos wants us out I want of this, here. I want this podcast so bad. Oh god, he's opening this the first time. Disappointed. This is the first time I had it. Fairly done ten shows, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, when will this end? <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed in all of you. Listen, make a note of this. Only one. <laughs> A second column gas at one time. We could not have more than we could not have two. There's no way it's gonna yeah. happen. No way. I'm sorry. There's no way. So I'm not coming back for the Neverish show. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Why was she? No, please. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, all right. Well, Mark. Uh, let's see. Where can we find you? Uh, um, uh, please. Uh, on on the internet on Twitter at Mark tra- Saul. You can Mark follow Saul. me. Yeah, and I'll. And it's Mark, and it's Mark with a K. With a K, yeah, M A R K S A U L. Like most, all right, just check it. And yeah. you're at this play, right? You're yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm doing a play. What, what's this play? Is this yeah, a, what's the point? Bert? It's yeah. at the Working Stage Theater in Hollywood on the Off Gardener. Um, okay. The play is called "Do Like the Kids Do." It's uh, an original play by the I Am a Theater Company. Is that the Gardener? The Gardener. It's across from the place where you guys oh, no, the, right. cool. improv. Yeah. Is there a kid that's about twelve years old? Uh, with the Led Zeppelin shirt taken ass. There's a, yeah, that's right, basically right. what it's, oh, okay. I play him. Oh, that's, oh, that's yeah. amazing. Perfect. So you finally yeah. achieved your dream. Yeah. You became that I cool became guy. him, but <laughs> yeah, we had job, to write buddy. a play to... Nice. Is to your movie it. out right now, or is it coming Yeah. Out? Oh, yeah. I, we, I had a movie that was in the uh, San Diego Film Festival, and it won an award. Wow. Awesome. Um, best actor, uh, yeah, was, uh, Mark Saul. Uh, yeah, best... Mm-hmm. The, right. <laughs> red Line. Yeah, Red Line. Which is, is based on the Red Line based in Los on, Angeles. Also known as the subway. Yeah. Or the, mm-hmm. or the light rail. Light rail. Light rail. Light rail. Light rail. Is it um is it going to Netflix or do you know if it's We don't know. I hope it does. Yeah, What's it about? Sure. It, I'm sorry. It's uh it's about there's a big crash in the subway. And uh, uh, it's a it's sort of a mystery suspense mm. thing. I was really excited good. to see it actually. I hope I hope it comes to. I was very Netflix. pleased with it. Mark, Pol- really quick, when yeah. the subway crashes, does a guy tell his friends about how the subway crashed, and they think it's a bullshit story, or do they get intrigued by the mystery? It's a little bit <laughs> different. <laughs> it's sort of like that'd be the worst movie. Like, ever you know, if, if a tornado came through a town, you'd know it. I mean, I don't know. Oh boy! Well, I, I, I will, we'll, we'll be definitely be checking those out. Oh, the red line. I'm excited to what see the that. Do. And follow, please follow Mark at Mark's All and Twitter. And Sean, hey, uh, where can we find you? You can find aside me aside from there. Is this? I mean, I guess well, there's, there's a couple. You can find yeah. me on Twitter uh-huh. at that fool Sean. Oh, well said. Well said. Well said. Yeah. Um, you can find me on the podcast uh, Nerdtastic in 3D. Uh huh. You can also find me at ratpageant.com. Oh, yeah. We oh, never even talked I'm about a sketch group oh. with my friend Mark Saul. <laughs> That's with me. That he failed to mention well, in his. We, uh, we don't. Uh, we don't. Uh, funny. I mean. Because how long has it been in the group, right? It's been like about... It's been about two, two years. years. Yeah, wow. two yeah. years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean and I, we write sketches. And it's also sort of like our the band mentality where we, we write the stuff and then uh, we just, you know, get grab people to perform with us. And, yeah. and uh, Mike's yeah, been a, in one of them. Carlos yeah. is never no, I never was part of it. Carlos is no. a yeah. not talented. No, it's we've been right. on the front page of Fun Year Die. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, with our video Son of the Hulk. 
And uh, that was a great one. And I like the uh, also the Harlem Globetrotters uh, sketch was great. We were that's on the front one. page of Break.com. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, like you so. should. Uh, are you guys doing anything uh, coming yeah. out, uh, coming up? We have a new video coming out soon. We're, that editing, we're editing it right, right now. now. Cool. Yeah. And then um, we're preparing a new stage show for yeah. probably early next year. Nice. So cool. It takes some time. Can't wait. Definitely. To uh, put together. Yeah, definitely come back. We'll yeah. maybe to promote it. And cool. uh, yeah, it's been fun, guys. Hey, hey. Yeah. You know it's only rock and roll, but I like it. Oh. Up to a certain extent. Yeah. <laughs> Edit edit that fucking story out, Mike. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, When we come back on, I'm going to have a crazy story. I'm going to bring the killer. You know, it'd be funny (laughs) if there was a fucking murder. We're all like right now, like it'd be crazy. And then then we all go, well, who cares? (laughs) You're all going for hell. (laughs) Going to hell. We'll figure this out. We might be checking out this in the news. Maybe in the future. I know. Let's let's check. Uh Let's check. All right. We'll see you guys. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. Anytime. And thank please, you. Uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, if, if you have any uh, comments or anything, uh, please follow us on Twitter. Uh, come to your senses and uh, and give us a great review on uh, iTunes if you enjoy oh, it. And follow, us, and, and follow us also on Comedy Podcast Network, which is definitely a lot of great shows there too, like Crew and Jerks and everything else. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you again. All right. And we're gone. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.